0: Hello and welcome to the H in HR podcast where people discuss the most important aspect of human resources, the human aspect. Now here is your host,
1: Ricky Baez.
0: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the H N H R podcast. My name is Ricky Baez, and I am broadcasting from the A One A Beachfront Studios here in beautiful Central Florida, aka Orlando, Mickey Mouse Land, whatever you want to call it. Um, it is beautiful Monday morning. It's about seventy degrees, and uh, it's just it's it started at about fifty about a couple of hours ago, and now it's just going up. And uh, yes, it is a beautiful November. Monday morning, the first Monday in November of 2023. This year's almost over. I mean just I just remember putting presentations together and 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 putting proposals together and forecasts for 2023 and now I should I started planning for 2024 a couple of months ago because it is literally right around the corner and it's my favorite time of year, folks. It, it's look, I know Thanksgiving is coming up and it is and I know that is an American staple. But from my perspective, it's I just cannot wait for Christmas to get here. Christmas is my favorite holiday of the year, um, and my second favorite is Halloween. And I guess yeah, it's uh, it's Thanksgiving is okay. There's a reason for it, and families get together. But I just it's you know being from Puerto Rico, and if you haven't been to Puerto Rico during Christmas time, you have to go. Before you, before your time is done on this earth, you have to make it a point to go to Puerto Rico for, for Christmas. It is just something else. It, it, it's, I can't explain it. It's just the environment, the lights, the decorations, how people get along with each other. It is a completely different world down there. And I tell people, if you go to Puerto Rico during Christmas and you decide to move there because of your of your experience in Puerto Rico because of Christmas... I, I want to caution you, <laughs> go during the summer because the heat there gets insane. Um, it it doesn't get as hot in December in Puerto Rico, but it, it's a uh, it's the. The weather is beautiful. You can still go to the beach on Christmas Day. You can go to the pool. It's, it's, it's just beautiful. It's, just, it's, it's an awesome environment. So again, if you ever get the chance to go to Puerto Rico during the holidays, go ahead and do it. It is life changing. But you know what? But being here in Orlando is the next best thing, right? Especially if, uh, you know, once you um, once the holiday starts coming around and you just hop in your car, go to the different neighborhoods and you see uh, how festive people can be. But we're not here to talk about that. That's not what we're doing today. Today, we're going to talk to somebody who I've been dying to get in the show for quite some time. Folks, I got to introduce you to Jasmine Romaine. Let me tell you about Jasmine. I met her at Disrupt HR Jacksonville, and ever since... She strutted to the stage to do her presentation. And I do say strut because whenever um some whenever speakers go to the stage, you know, we have some walk-on music and the walk-on music she chose is the It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. And uh and to me that that hit home because that was the staple the staple song of hip-hop in the mid-'80s, mid to late-'80s. And I grew up in an environment in the South Bronx where that was the song, that was the representation of hip-hop back in the day. And uh, we connected over it, and she just has a completely different energy than what I have seen before on a Disrupt HR stage. Now, she's an international keynote speaker. She's a best-selling author. She's a communication strategist, and I love this a joy advocate. <laughs> I love that. And she is the CEO and founder of Jasmine's LLC, which is a full service personal and professional development consultancy company based out of Jacksonville, Florida. And folks, I got to tell you, she is it. She is it. The energy she brings to her projects, the energy she brings to the stage. I can't even imagine what she does with her clients because her energy is infectious. So that said, let's just dive right in. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Jasmine Romaine. Jasmine Romaine, like the lettuce. How are you, my friend?
1: I am good. I love how you said Jasmine Romaine, like the lettuce, um, because <laughs> I like to say I'm Jasmine Romaine because I keep it fresh.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> well, he, he, here's why I said that for people who don't know. I first met you at Disrupt HR Jacksonville 2.0. So I was the host there and, and your energy was very different than anybody else's, so obviously I gravitated towards you, and I talked to everybody before they go up on stage, and I'm like, help me help me pronounce your last name, and you're like, it's Jasmine Romaine like the lettuce, and I'm like, I'm never going to forget that, I'm never going to forget that at all, so thank you for that, I really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. I want to make sure you have the name correct. So Jackson Romaine, like the lettuce, because I stay fresh and I'm the refreshing people need in their life.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Let me tell you, and folks, for everybody listening, she's not lying about that. Um, I uh, Normally when we do Disrupt HR, we have walk-on music, right? And I was asking for walk-on music and you asked for a song. I don't think anybody has ever asked me before to play for them. And it hit me right in the heart because I'm from the Bronx. You're from the Bronx. And you picked It Takes Two by Rob Bates and DJ Easy Rock.
1: And I'm Come like, on. that's what I'm talking about. I love that song. So I live in the Boogie Down Bronx, but I am a native of Duval. I uh. represent the Boogie Down Bronx because when I lived there, that was the first place I lived in New York. Oh, is that right? From where? That is. I lived in Co-op City.
0: Okay, All right. And you went to the Bronx. I
1: went to the Bronx.
0: How long did you how, how how much time did you spend in the in the Bronx in general?
1: Okay, so it was like about 3 months then I moved to East Harlem because mm-hmm. um I wanted to be over there in El Barrio and embrace my 1% <laughs> cubana that I have and be like, "Hola, como estás?"
0: did you say say you're one percent cubana (laughs) so you got that down to one percent
1: it's one percent because i have Bahamian roots Uh. but i have that one percent cubana in me but it comes out in a very big way oh
0: okay well you know what Let's 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 dive into that. Let's dive in into who you are. Right. Not necessarily your genealogy, but, you know, you're an international keynote speaker. You're a best-selling author. You are a communication strategist. But I love this one because I'm reading this off of your uh, LinkedIn. You are a joy advocate. I love that. So for anybody listening. What's Jasmine Romaine like the lettuce all about, and what is the impact that you want to make because trust me, I know what the impact is. I was there disrupting chart two Jacksonville and it was awesome for everybody for everybody listening. what is Jasmine all about?
1: so if I were to say what Jasmine is all about, it is about truly being that person who amplifies not only their voice, but also their light. Because I truly believe that if you amplify your voice being your authentic self, the light that's within you will come out. And that's that joy factor. Uh-huh. Because when you see light, what happens, Ricky? You be looking, you like, hold up. Where am I coming from? It's bright. <laughs> and so you look. And so if you can amplify your joy, amplify your voice, and be your authentic self, no matter what kind of light you have. It could be a disco ball light. It could be a neon light. It could be HD light, whatever kind of light it is, that you will just be authentically you. So that is really what Jasmine, Romaine Light, like the lettuce mission is all about, to help those out there who want to amplify their voice so they can speak to profit, speak for purpose, speak for promotion, and speak so they can have more of the things that they desire
0: in life see i love that i love that because you know one of the things that that i really enjoy about what i do is helping people find their authentic self so so that's why i gravitated towards your presentation more than the others because i deal with that every day with the clients that i speak to right especially their employees and 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 when i started you know taking a deeper dive into what you do and i'm like whoa wait a minute this is a message that really needs to be uh, heard everywhere, right? Because people are afraid of being themselves. So let me start with that. Why Why do you think people are so afraid to bring out their authentic selves, whether it's personally or professionally?
1: You know, Ricky, that is a really great question. And I want to speak to my younger self right now mm-hmm. because, Ricky, I was that person, I was afraid to be all who Jasmine was called to be. And I remember being in corporate spaces and being the only woman of color, sometimes in the room, it was difficult for me to amplify my voice. I mean, I was trying to have all these ideas in my head, but it would never come out. (laughs) But every time they say you have an opinion, it'll be in my head, (laughs) but I wouldn't speak it out loud. And a lot of it was because I was scared of what others would think about what I said, It was the fear of saying something wrong. It was, am I good enough? Am I qualified enough for this? So when I worked in corporate spaces, because before I worked in my industry, I was in broadcasting, but then I went into corporate where I worked in healthcare for a while. It was a little bit different for me. I didn't feel like I belonged because I came from a a glitz and glam type of industry to now a very suit and tie type of world. That was so different from where I I came from. And a lot of imposter syndrome came about. And I believe even to my younger self, thinking about way back when I was even a child, sometimes we always want to be accepted. We always want to be, you know, that person who is known. And it kind of starts off when we think about even when they say they choose the top class, like who's this in the top class? And so you always want to get chosen. And so now I think in our minds, as we start moving into these spaces, we still want to be that chosen. We still want to connect with people and really have, as you have this podcast, what it's called, the HNHR, the human part of really being known, accepted, wanted, and really being all we want to be. And so I feel like people of today now gravitate towards that, but something blocks them, whether it is insecurity, imposter syndrome, or really just feeling the fear of am I going to be good enough or am I going to say the right thing? And so that's what blocks them. Oh,
0: so, okay. I it's hearing you say that I'm like, okay, should I look for that meme? But I'm, I, I didn't want to be rude. You reminded me of a meme that I saw a couple of years ago and I I'm paraphrasing here. It was, it was the picture of a, uh, of, of a graveyard, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's a uh, cemetery. And it said, this is the place that has the best unspoken ideas. Wow. And I'm like, wow. So that hit me, right? Because there's so many people, so many great ideas out there that people are afraid to share. They're afraid to speak up because they're afraid of what, a failure. They're afraid of what my, my, other people might think. So Jasmine, where does that self-doubt come from? Is that from within or it, 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 do other people feed that self-doubt into other people? How it, It's... How, how do I so, start to decipher that?
1: It, it kind of goes two, two ways, kind of like our song. It takes two to make a thing, right? But this is what what went wrong in why people are thinking the way they're thinking. Number one, it is mindset. Sometimes it's our internal mindset on things. And then second, it is what other people have put in us. Maybe I said, like, oh you shouldn't say anything or maybe sometimes family generation. They're like, no, we're not supposed to speak up or you're not to say that if you're a a woman or a man, like it doesn't matter, but wherever you're from, sometimes it could be their beliefs. That's on that person, or it could be a teacher's belief. Unfortunately, that has been on that person and it carries on into their adulthood. So Uh it's so many different factors, but I would say both of those things.
0: So you said that it's, that was you and your younger self, right? So I guess something must have happened in your life, or maybe you, you you was proactive about it, but something must have happened to say, "No, enough is enough. I need to stop holding this back. I need to 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 be out there with who I really am and be my authentic self. Can I ask what is the one thing, that, the one straw that broke the camel's back to create who you are today?
1: I am so happy you asked that because all I could think of is who the sun sets free is free indeed. (laughs) So I was so free (laughs) when I believe like my journey to New York City helped me out so Much because in New York, it is a crowded marketplace. You know how it is, especially Boogie Down, Bronx, Manhattan, all of it. It is just crowded. And to be seen, you really have to stand out. And for myself, learning and seeing all the different cultures together, trying to like do all these different things, like, how is someone like myself going to be seen in a, a busy metropolitan type of city? And I remember just being able to speak. I felt like I could speak and be who I am. I'm a Southern woman, but I have a New York swag when I need to have it come out. (laughs) And whenever I was in New York, I felt like their confidence that they had allowed me to have confidence in who I was. Ah. And then also me being a woman of faith. I went to New York City with two suitcases and a carry-on and $1,000 to my name. I have nothing. And you know, $1,000 ain't going to take you very far. It is not.
0: Not (laughs) not in New York City. No way. Not in New York. (laughs) That's one fourth of rent.
1: (laughs) Come on. It's it's a whole different currency in New York. And I remember going there. And when I went there, I knew in order to make that $1,000 last so I could stay for more rent, I would have to continue to speak up. Mm. I would have to be my authentic self, be more assertive that's all the characteristics of New York. That's why the song goes New York I'm creation. You shouldn't have me sing it. But no, well, empire, no, cause, state cause of mind. I'm going to get
0: flagged by YouTube. Don't
1: do that. <laughs> but empire state of mind all in it. But that mindset came in me and it helped me to amplify. So as soon as I came out as this confident woman in New York City, others started gravitating toward. Ah. And then I was able to help them in New York, whether it was helping them to look for new opportunities for jobs, or maybe even just knowing how to speak up. So it really started with faith, moving to New York City, and just developing that empire state of mind. Look, so what I'm
0: hearing is, and it's not like you're being cryptic, I'm just repeating what you said, is that you are who you are today because of the environment in which where you you kind of grew up in right so that which which is true in in a lot of instances well do you think you would have been somewhere else if you've never made the decision to move to the Bronx
1: oh my goodness I think about this every day day (laughs) so much gratitude I (laughs) said oh for me I'm a I believe and I'm like god I thank you so (laughs) grateful that I am able to like do all these things that I do but for me I think that If I was anywhere else, I probably wouldn't have been the person who I am today. Uh. I believe that everywhere we go in life allows you to pull more of who you are. And then I also believe that you are meeting people who show you who you are, too. And those people allow you to learn more about who you are so you can continue to put more of that out in the
0: world. Tell me more about that, because I find that fascinating. So it's it, it, just to repeat it, so make sure I got it. You're saying that the people you meet, they show you who you are. Mm-hmm. It, 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 okay, let's unravel that. What do you mean by that?
1: So for me, I believe that as someone is telling me, Jasmine, you have a beautiful voice. That means my voice is a gift. That they're receiving, but not just for them, it's for somebody else. I also believe that if somebody says, Jasmine, you bring joy to me, like you said, Jasmine, you are definitely radiating some awesomeness. (laughs) Well, that's joy. Yeah. So you just told me that, that lets me know I have been gifted with joy to bring. Because you saw something in me, and somebody else is seeing something, but all of it defines who I am, long as it gives me the positivity that I need. Because sometimes people say things, and it's not positive. So if it's not in alignment with assignment, then you don't accept
0: (laughs) (laughs) If it's not in alignment with the assignment, (laughs) then you You, you don't
1: accept it. But if it. it is in alignment with assignment then you accept it all the way. So I will take that you said, Jasmine has a great radiation of joy or energy. I will take that. I will take that. Jasmine has a good voice. I will take that. And I'll keep taking everything. And I always say what every person, every single person is somewhat telling you who you are every single day. Mm. And I believe that it is to help us along our way as we continue to go out into purpose, whether it's in corporate entrepreneurship or wherever you use that to continue to learn who you are. So, it, it,
0: so when I first met you, right, and and you're right, it's, I it's I I I gravitated towards you because you had a different kind of energy. You brought a different kind of energy to the show, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, there, there there's something different about you than what I have seen anywhere else. And then the more I thought about it, because I did think about this, believe it or not, Jasmine, the more I thought about it, it, it you know how when you first meet somebody and there's that five seconds of awkwardness, right? When you first meet them, because you don't know who they are, you don't know how they, and all these, I, I, at least for me, all these thoughts go through your head, and I'm like, okay, should I shake your hand? Should I hit it? No. I first met, it was a hug, right? We started laughing immediately, and we started talking about the, uh, the song choice, and, 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 and that's what we talked about, and it was genuine. It was authentic. And how, how do you create, it, it, it's for everybody out there listening that have, a, especially for your introverts, right? For extroverts, this is easy, right? Networking is easy, but for introverts, what advice did you give them to to create? I don't want to say your persona, but to create that first that that first time meeting somebody that you have that authentic connection with them. So, what advice would you give that introvert who really wants to step out of their comfort zone and really uh, um, broadcast their authentic self? What's the first step for them?
1: Absolutely. Your podcast says it. the H in HR is the H is for the human. And so you have to realize that we are human at the end of the day. Y'all are just alike, no matter what ethnicity you are, where you're from or what have you, you are human, right? That's right. And so when you realize that, you now can take it a little further and find some type of commonality. The commonality might just be just through a vibe. It could be your outfit that you're wearing. It could be voice if you're meeting them or how you said, well, you had this energy that you had. But whatever it is, something's introducing you before you even open your mouth. Oh. People always say, Jasmine, you got a walk that has a swag. I <laughs> give credit to New York City for that because you got to <laughs> have a whole nother walk because we don't have cars in New York. So you got to have a, a good walk. <laughs> um, but that introduces me before I speak. So finding something that you can have these conversation starters on will allow you to be able to make it where it's personal, make it where it's authentic and really be able to spark a conversation. People want to speak with people. I think so many people now feel like they don't want to and they want to be these um, individuals who social distance all the time. But we really want to. I, I know I'm an ambervert, so I could speak on a little bit of extro and intro.
0: You're a what? A, a what? I
1: am. I'm an ambervert. I am an intro extrovert. <laughs> I've never heard it. Okay. okay. What what so let here's me what you. I
0: heard. What I heard. I'm an amber alert. That's what I heard. And I'm oh, like, you're oh, a what? Amber alert. <laughs> you're not I'm an am amber alert. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. I had and to I'm ask. Amber alert to alert people about the joy that I'm
0: <laughs> There you go. Could you imagine, could you imagine if you wake up every morning and you get an, not a, okay. I'm not making fun of the Amber Alert. It does a good job, right? It, 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 it does help the state with everything that we have to go through. But could you imagine if we woke up every day and we got some kind of a joyous message from the federal government? <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, oh, oh, Ricky.
0: Okay, let's bring it back. Sorry about that. Let's bring it back. Okay, so so tell tell me about the what is it? Introvert, extrovert, and what's in the middle introvert,
1: again? Introvert, extrovert, ambivert,
0: ambivert. Okay, how do you even start to put that together?
1: So okay, to be honest, this is how that happened. I was speaking to a doctor in San um, Juan, Puerto yeah. okay. Rico, and I was like, "I'm an introvert, extrovert," and he's like, "You mean you're." Amberbirds, and, and so I I had to go and it's stuck. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm, I'm that." <laughs> but then I liked it. I said, well, he's so classy. So I'll be classy with him." Um, right, but I'm for Um, and so I I tap into. Of course, I'm very you know shiny. I love being a joy advocate, but I have my times where I go into my corner, my own little corner, my own little room, and I literally just will hide out. And so I have to like balance it where I can continue to stay um, the extrovert, but still stay where I am being my authentic self. Cause I enjoy both. I love being sometimes to myself, and then I love being able to bring joy to the world when I need to. I think it's just like a way for me to recharge and maybe other types of personalities have that too, or maybe they're all introvert, but another way to be able to communicate is just to find some type of commonality with somebody. Find that one thing that you can. And if they're vibing and you can feel some type of vibe, then then speak. Speak and see where that conversation goes. There's a saying that goes, one hello can lead to a lot of possibilities. And trust me, I've had a lot of hellos in my lifetime. And it's like <laughs> a whole lot of awesome possibilities.
0: Let me tell you how true that is. I'm gonna tell you how true that is. um tell i was me. I was just in a, I was speaking at the Maryland state h r conference a few weeks ago, and I was a, on a on on the plane from d c coming back. Actually, it was the day that because i remember dc was a hot mess that day it was the day when when that alert that federal alert came out because i was Ooh. at the airport when it came out and it, i was i was laughing because i was at the airport and everybody's phone went off at the same time it was in stereo right we're waiting for the jet blue everything went off and i heard some groans with laughter groans with laughter right so anyway i got on the plane i'm flying home and anytime you fly from anywhere else in the us to Orlando there is a strong chance you're going to have a lot of families in there on their way to Disney World, right? There's going to be kids galore. They're excited. Every Everywhere I fly away from Orlando and then fly back, it's always a plane full of, of people going to Disney. Nothing wrong with that. So the person next to me, um, she was uh, um, um, a mother of a 4-year-old. She was next to me. Uh, across the aisle was her daughter and then her husband, right? Right? So I'm putting together a presentation on my laptop. I'm talking about, um, uh, um, another presentation I was doing later on. And she just happens to look over. She's like, Look, I don't mean to be nosy, but it looks like you're in HR. I'm like, Yeah, I kind of am. Anyway, so we started this big conversation. In an hour and a half, I found out she was the head of this one company in, in Boston. Look at this. I was the head of this one company, I know she was, I'm sorry, folks, it, it's this, this, we're on Zoom right now, people can't see this, we're on Zoom right now, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing these thumbs up and these things, and I guess Zoom is picking it up, and it has this interactive like you know thumbs up and when i put two thumbs up so i'm sorry <laughs> it's just really throwing me off i apologize um no so she was the head of this organization and um and she's saying oh well i need some hr help what do you think about this this and that? So in an hour and a half i got a contract all wow. because i decided to work on the plane <laughs> <See>? <laughs> that's it i decided to work on the plane i almost didn't because i'm like i am exhausted I want to just go to bed, but, you know, just sleep for an hour and a half or whatever it is. But because I decided to work, we struck up a conversation. I'm an extrovert, as you can tell. Um, and so is she. So we had a great conversation about it. And I could hear her husband right from across the way. He's like, clock out, both of you. <laughs> <Clock out.
1: laughs> but do you like, so like that was the perfect example, because one hello led you to a contract. One hello can lead to so many different things. If you just amplify your voice, you can speak to profit. You can speak for purpose. You can speak for promotion. I love it. Either or, you speak (laughs) it.
0: So what do you say to the people who who, who say, look, I'm afraid that if I'm my real self, people are not going to like who I am and they're going to not work with me or not give me a contract just because of how they perceive who I am authentically.
1: You know, Ricky, that is a great question because people are not always going to like you. And that's just going to be how it is. Unfortunately, we want everybody to like us. We want to be like even social media has trained us where we want to like, but not everybody is going to like you. So the thing is, is to find those people who do like you, who do love you, who do care, who want to be your tribe. And those people are gonna be the people who rock with you. Mm. The song says, it takes two to make a thing go right. But in order for it to go right, you have to be able to find those people who will like you, know you, trust you. And if those other people don't, you gotta be okay with saying it's okay and move on. Mm. It's difficult at times, but many times you want the right way. So we can rock with the song and be able to do the things that we're called to do, but more so, so we can get out there and really serve the people we're called to serve. This happens for anyone. It's not just in the HR spaces, in any space we all want to be like, but most of all, we all want to make an impact with the right people. So it's okay.
0: Ah, I love that. Now you're also a best-selling author.
1: What's your book about? So my book, Speak to Profit, How to Speak with Confidence and Jazz Up Your Sales, (laughs) is, is all about knowing how to really use your voice for the, not only just profiting, but also if you want a promotion in your career, if you want to move further in purpose. I believe in how I wrote this book is that when you use your voice, you don't have to be a salesperson, but you can make sales come with ease if you know how to use your voice in the right way to the people you're called to serve. And so huh. I write five different strategies that will allow you to do that. So it's no longer a sales process. Are you feeling like, oh, I have to sell myself hard, but you really can be your authentic self, telling your story, the diversity that you have, whatever type of story you may have and still making a connection to make that sale.
0: See that, okay, now I'm gonna have to get the book. Now I'm gonna have to get it. So I'm gonna go on Amazon today. I'm gonna pick that up. So, now, 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 look, Jasmine, I can be here all day talking about this, right? It, it, this could be a five-part miniseries, right, that okay. would put that would put Game of Thrones to shit. No, I'm kidding. Game of Thrones is on point, right? <laughs> it's on point. So, so, what are three things, three things that people listening right now that can help them come out of their shell, that can help them be more confident in making sure they plant their flag and says, this is who I am, What are three key things that, that they should consider before making that jump?
1: Absolutely. I would definitely say have a strong mindset to know that you can just be yourself. You have to have that mindset, though. There's no strategy that you can have first, but the strategy of mindset to know it's okay to be who you are in corporate places and in everywhere. Bring the human back. In (laughs) HR, like literally do that. So be yourself. The second thing that I would share is to own your story. We all have different backgrounds and different expertise, but you have to own your story. Don't be ashamed of where you're coming from. You bring quality to whatever space you're in. So own that story and share it so you can help the customers in your organization and the people who you're working with alongside with. And then last but not least, I say, know your value. Don't undersell who you are. You shine like a star. So understand that when you are sharing your value, you are being able to now allow yourself for more profits, more promotion, and even greater purpose. So sell yourself, but sell yourself where you're allowing yourself to connect, be your authentic self, and see how the awesomeness happens.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jasmine Romain, international keynote speaker and best-selling author, speaker, coach, empowering professionals to amplify their voice with confidence and clarity for workplace success. Jasmine, how can people get a hold of you? If they're like, oh, my God, I need to talk to her right now, what are some of the best ways they can get a hold of you?
1: Absolutely. You can go to my website at jasmineromaine.com or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always loving to connect with you. So connect with me at jasmineromaine and I am on there and you'll see my smile and my little snap because I'm getting you jazz.
0: Look at that. <laughs> awesome. With Jasmine, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate thank it. You. Now, you, it's, I'm going to put you in the spot. Okay, are you going to come back on the show? I would love for you to come back on the show.
1: Um, of course, yeah, as long as I'm Ricky B and so, all, <laughs> like I'm coming to the H and HR, and we're gonna rap, we're gonna sing, we're gonna empower, and do everything.
0: That is what I'm talking about. I gonna I'm gonna reach out to the agent of Rob Bass and DJ Easy. I want to see if they're gonna let me play their song because I I don't got the money for the royalty stuff. So, folks, that said, thank you very much. Have a good one. Good night. I told you I told you she is just amazing and yes she is going to come back on the show now you can reach Jasmine Romaine at www.jasmineromaine.com that's Jasmine Romaine like the lettuce that's how she reminded me (laughs) so it it definitely helps me so that's jasmineromaine.com also This podcast, the HNHR podcast, not only could you download it from the Biesco Learning website, uh, that's biesco.com, but you can also go to Spotify. If you go on Spotify, also go on Amazon, Audible, Player FM, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. If you go to either one of those platforms, just go ahead and do a quick search for the HNHR podcast. You will be able to find Every episode there So whatever works for you Go ahead and subscribe Give us a like And let us know what you think We would really Really appreciate it So folks That said That's our show Thank you very much for listening We really appreciate it Again Go ahead and subscribe Give us a like Rate us Let us know what you think Look forward for your feedback Have a good one